Hey, beautiful. It is Ani. I wanted to come in and leave a message. I understand that we're all panicking and want to stock up on the essentials, but we're forgetting one thing. Not only do we need to disinfect the external, but we also need to stock up on stuff that we need internally to make sure that we stay healthy. Stock up on your ginger. Stock up on your turmeric. Stock up on your elderberry syrup. Get that immune system up. It's not only about washing our hands and disinfecting our house and our areas, but also we need to make sure that our immune system is up. Love you. Hi, Stephanie. It's Alicia. I just want to comment on this coronavirus situation. I understand that people are panicking and they want to make sure they've stocked up on things that they potentially may need. But if you stocked up, please stop. Please don't be greedy. There's other people out here in this world that need the same thing that you do. Also, while you're stocking up on toilet paper and water and food, I hope you're also remembering your essentials, your toothpaste, your body wash, your deodorant, your lotion, something. Because if you're stuck in the house, if that ever happens, you're going to kind of need those things as well. So please don't be greedy, people. Bye, Stephanie. The truth about the Rona is that we really don't know anything about it. Is it here for a short time or a long time? All we know about the Rona is that it stormed in and reminded us that uncertainty will remain an important lesson in our lives. Hand washing, food hoarding, bringing businesses back to America and away from the mass production in China. Immune systems, distance working and learning, universal health care, unlimited sick time at work, all are important conversations that are currently at the forefront of this corona aka rona virus discussion but i hear no talk about what to do to maintain a sense of normalcy for every man woman and child and being who will be home or quarantined indoors during this forced social distancing time the truth about rona is that it's not going away and we need to make the better life choice to use it as our ally instead of our enemy we will start this solution-driven conversation here together on the I Said No podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful soul unicorns. <sighs> I just have to exhale because there is so much that needs to be released right now. Will you inhale gratitude for your health with me? Will you do it? Will you inhale right now? Inhale deeply and fill that belly with gratitude, gratitude of health, gratitude of safety, gratitude of sanity or semi-sanity. Inhale and hold it and then release, release all of the stress, anxiety, annoyance, and negativity attached to this corona virus. Whatever is going on in your orbit at the moment, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever you are with, I am grateful that you are here, that you are safe, and you are able to press play. Let's breathe again one more time. Let's inhale together. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, universe. Thank you, Allah. Thank you, Buddha. Thank you to whoever you believe in and worship. Thank you. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to be healthy, to breathe, to inhale, to exhale. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for the connection this platform brings. Thank you for the sense of security this platform brings. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, universe, for being what we need you to be when we need you to be it. You are now listening to the voice of Stephanie, the life architect, the builder, the customizer and designer of healthy, emotional, mental, spiritual, and fiscal lives. This is the I Said No podcast. And I, who child, I am here. I am here. I didn't think I was going to be here. 
Why? Because I should be getting ready for my birthday trip to Aruba. But that trip has since been postponed due to Corona, a.k.a. the Rona, as Black Twitter affectionately labeled it and has the power to do with anything, whether it be good or bad. I love my black people. I love my beautiful, melanated souls who just find a way to shed light, shed light, humor, fun, and love on everything. And it bothers some people. It does, but it doesn't bother me because you know what? The truth about Rona, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I wouldn't have had this catchy title if it wasn't for black Twitter. So what I did was take Bobby Brown, the truth about Roni. And turn it into the truth about Rona. But I didn't even have to explain that to my seniors, right? I didn't have to explain that to my seasoned citizens. I didn't have to explain that to my music aficionados. The truth about Rona. I didn't have to do it. You just knew what it was. And because of Rona, as I stated, I am now here. I am now in New York for my birthday. Aries season is upon us, depending on when you're listening to this, it has already begun, it is going to begin, or it has passed. But either way, my Aries kings and queens, my Aries kings and queens, no matter what is going on with the world, no matter what is going on with this damn virus, no matter what is going on with the economy, no matter what is going on with jobs and schools, we still reign supreme. And no matter if I'm traveling or not, I am still Mother Unicorn. They call me Mother, and I will be Mother in any continent, any state, any city, any town I am in. I am currently accepting all birthday cash gifts if you would like to be a blessing to me. If you would like to be a blessing to me as I have been a blessing to you, hopefully, you are more than welcome to send me some money. You sure are. I am accepting all of the abundance. Cash loves me. Money loves me. Money likes me. Money sits with me. Money lays with me. Money replenishes easily for me. Money is a part of my family. Abundance financially is a part of who I am. Money, money is attracted to me. Money sees me and wants to be with me. Money wants to sit in my pocket. Money wants to sit in my bank accounts. Money wants to sit in my cash apps and my PayPal's. Money wants to sit in my Venmo's. Money wants to sit in my Zelle. And if you would like to be someone who gives me some of that money and adds to my abundance, feel free to send me some of your money. Because what I do believe that Money is energy and we're allowed to transfer energy. We can transfer any other energy, right? So money is not exempt from the transference. So if you would like to send me a birthday present, please, on Cash App, you can find me at BLCNY. Again, on Cash App, you can find me at BLCNY. If you'd like to Venmo me some money, you can also find me there at BLCNY. Yes, hit me up. Bless me. Bless me for my birthday. Bless me for my birthday. I am out here still feeling vibrant, still feeling sexy, still feeling just uber, uber, uber good. I am alive and well. I am smarter than I've ever been. I am finer than I've ever been. I am more seasoned than I've ever been. And this damn virus ain't taking that away from me. So again, though I stay put in New York City for my birthday, for airy season, the beginning of spring. Yes, I usher in spring. March 21st is the first day of spring. And I am a March 22nd baby. Mother Unicorn brings you the sun because I am the sun. And as the sun, I am wise enough to know that I give some people a tan and burn others. Either way, I stand, I shine, I gleam, and I beam. And to all of my Aries Rams, you shine, you beam, and you gleam. Happy birthday to my Aries nation. Mother Unicorn loves you, sees you, acknowledges you, respects you, and understands your mindset, understands your beings, and together we run this thing call the world. Now, if we really ran things, we would be doing things very differently. Am I correct, Aries Nation? We would have things done differently. This social distancing and distance learning that we are all tapping into officially in the U.S. this week, officially this Monday, though many of you have already started and some of your kids have already been sent home last week, Thursday, Friday. This Monday seems to be when everyone really got on the work from home, stay OS at home, semi-quarantine vibe, right? 
And for those of you who are not fortunate enough to have employment that has sense and sensibility to send you home, I'm sorry. For those of you who work for savages who want to make you believe that the job you do cannot be done remotely, but it can. For those of you who feel like your life doesn't matter because your employer is acting like you being home is impossible. I want you to know that I apologize. With the exception of first responders and healthcare workers, I I don't see why you can't be home if you work in an office, if you work in a store. I understand businesses lose money during tragedies. I understand that businesses still need to run and thrive. I'm fully aware of that, but I don't need your tchotchke and I don't need your souvenir and I don't need an I love New York, whatever. I need people to be healthy. I need people to be healthy for themselves and their families and for me, because when I go back into the universe, when I go back into the world, I don't want to go into a world of contaminated people, right? So again, if you are not a first responder, a healthcare worker, someone who is doing business that cannot be stopped, I don't understand. I don't understand. If you are a business owner right now and you are listening to the sound of my voice, your people are human. Your people are human beings. Your people are not machines. They are not dogs. They are not cattle. They are human beings and they deserve the right to be treated as such. So if they can do their job from home, let them do it. And if they cannot do their job from home, if this is a restaurant business, if, if this is a customer service based business where they cannot do it from the safety and comfort of their own home, I understand that. Find a way to limit the schedule, find a way to limit the business, find a way to keep them paid for as long as possible, but also making sure that their safety is first and foremost. What a year the last three months have been. I mean, damn, 2019 ain't looking so bad, is it? 2020 came in guns blazing. I mean, honestly, I am still not over Kobe Bryant's death. And here we are. Here we are with a pandemic on our hands. Isn't it something when the current state of your world reminds you that everything you were fearful, scared about, worried about this time last year matters not? Isn't it something when whatever's going on right now, right now, in the moment, reminds you of everything you were fearful of is not to be feared at all, child? I'm just, I am just, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I have my notes in front of me and I have constructed my bullet points. And now that I have pressed record, I am at a loss for words. Willful ignorance. And lack of education and experience is at an all-time high, at an all-time high. Pandemics tend to shift mindsets, and some for the better and most for the worse. Take me back, please, to 1995 through 2005. I'm going to need that decade to be on repeat. Someone on eBay, someone on Craigslist, someone on the World Wide Web, dark or not, can you get me a time machine? Can you get me back? to the future. Can you get me back to where I need to be? Because 2020, it ain't it, bro. It ain't it. It ain't it. And y'all keep saying 2020 is ghetto as fuck. No, I like the ghetto. I like ghetto things. I'm a righteous ratchet queen. I like certain ghetto things. And I'm sorry, not sorry. 2020 ain't ghetto. I'm cool up in the ghetto. I got groceries up in the ghetto. While y'all buying up all the toilet paper and being ignorant, Food Town still got toilet paper. Okay. Food Town still got water. Take me back to 1995, 2005. And take me back to that hood. Take me back to that ghetto. I'm fine. I'm fine. Child, I'm rambling. I am just, again, I just thought I had it all together. And then I press play and my emotions are all over the place. Fear causes panic and panic gets in the way of human decency. We have people hoarding, hoarding toiletries and food. People who don't even have the space for it. I bet living rooms right now across New York City in these small ass apartments got toilet tissue uh, from the floor to the ceiling. And I get it. I get it. I get it. I get that you need to wipe your ass. You're going to be home more. I get it. I get it. But what I don't get is humanity losing its ability to stand with each other. That's what I don't get about this. I've seen fist fights. I have seen fist fights. People jumping each other in supermarkets over toilet tissue. Now, mind you, they already had a cart full of toilet tissue. And I've seen them not even, the lady asked for one roll. 
one pack. These other two ladies beat her down for even touching one pack of the 20 packs that they had inside of their shopping cart. I am just verklempt. I just, there is barbaric, inhumane behavior and I just cannot do it. I can't do it. I can't do it with you guys. So I'm here to try to pull my thoughts together. I'm here to try to collect and gather my thoughts and be a solution-driven resource for you and me while we are in this forced shutdown mode, this forced sit-down mode, while we are home practicing social distancing, working from home, and social learning for the children. I'm here to try to be a soundboard, try to be a resource and a resourceful place for you for this upcoming forced world hiatus. I am a believer in forced slowdowns and forced sit-downs. So many of us complain daily that we want to work from home, that we don't want to travel back and forth, that we need a vacation, et cetera, and et cetera. Well, well, beautiful souls, God has heard you and he has heard me. I want you to understand that we speak things into existence, whether we like it, know it or not. And every time we complained about wanting to work from home and every time we complained about not wanting to commute and every time we complained that this meeting could have been done virtually and this didn't have to be a meeting. It could have been an email and I don't want to get up and leave my house in the morning. And why can't I just turn on my laptop and do this? And why can't I just do this from home? We got our wish. We got our wish. We got what we asked for. And it may not have come the way we thought it was going to be delivered, right? It may not be in the package that we thought it was going to be in the pretty bow and the nice wrapping paper with a nice handwritten note from God saying, hey, I heard you. Here is what you wanted. No, it came in the form of a virus, right? It came in the form of a pandemic. And since I'm a believer in forced slowdowns and sit downs, what I'm trying to do After I feel what I feel, after my rants and rage and raves about it, I try to sit down and be grateful for what it is that I am now in. I'm trying to be grateful for the state that I am in. I'm trying to be grateful for all of the precious undivided time and attention I will now have to give myself, to give my household, to give my spouse, to give my pets. I'm trying to be gracious and appreciate that because that's what I asked for. I am one of the fortunate people in New York City that works for a company during the day that realized that we can still mobilize from home and sent everyone home until further notice, which I'm very grateful for. And again, I know that there are some offices and businesses, as I said, that can survive remotely, but that are choosing not to send their employees home. I believe that is barbaric and inhumane. And hopefully by the time this episode is aired, released and played that has changed for many people. But for those of us who have already been home, I want you to understand that we're all on the go 24 seven. Normally we're all data consumed, whether we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tidal, Apple Music, Amazon Play. I mean, the apps go on and on and on. Robin Hood for stocks, this, that, and the third. Makeup apps, uh, dance apps, whatever. Music, videos, TVs, even this. Pressing play on Spotify, right? SoundCloud, Google Play, podcasts, audiobooks. We are constantly consuming data and on the go 24-7. This forced sit down and shut down is an opportunity for us to recalibrate. This is an opportunity for us to shift the mindset and realign with things that actually matter that are not in our handheld devices. Whether you are online every day All day, sometimes throughout the day or the week, there is a clear addiction to data. I have it. And whether you admit that you have it or not, most of us do. So much so that many of us didn't think that this coronavirus, this Rona was real until, until the NBA canceled the rest of its season. And our beloved Tom Hanks, our beloved Woody, From Toy Story and Forrest Gump announced that he and his wife, Rita Wilson, had the Rona. When we realized that the NBA was willing to lose millions and millions of dollars, that is when we said, okay, wait, wait, wait a minute now. 
We joking, but wait, shit is real. Shit is real. The streets, it's real out here. And then at the same damn time, you have our beloved for run, Forrest, run. If you know me, if you've been a listener to the I Said No podcast experience since episode one, I believe episode two is called and entitled Forrest Gump. And it is my breakdown, my first adult eyes breakdown of Forrest Gump. It's my first adult eyes segment. It's my first time rolling out adult eyes. And I use Forrest Gump because it is one of my favorite movies. So when people tell me they are not addicted to data, that they're not really online, I want people to be honest with themselves and understand that we are fully consumed with data. We are fully consumed with the celebrity life. We are fully consumed with how other people are living. So much so that when, again, Tom Hanks and the NBA and everything and everyone who started to follow suit after that announced it, I believe last Wednesday or Thursday, that's when it seemed like the fear went from a little bit of panic, a little bit of fear to like an all-time high. To me, that's when I really started to notice the amount of hoarding in New York City. When those two announcements dropped, that's when you savages started hoarding toilet paper and water and going insane as if, as if, as if the world was coming to an end. Many people don't understand a lot. Again, we are living in the time of willful ignorance, lack of education and experience. We believe what we, what we see and what we hear without doing our due diligence for ourselves. We hear state of emergency. We hear national emergency. And we think that that means that the government thinks that if we step outside and breathe air, we're all going to just pass out and die. That is not what that means. Normally, those announcements mean allocation of funds for different reasons and things. But I'm not going to get into all the logistics about the government and funding and all that stuff. I'm not even going there. That's not what this is about. But I do want to encourage you to not just believe what you see because it's on your handheld screen or your laptop as far as a news media source that you think is news and media. Okay, because just because someone posted something, just because someone has a blog or a website domain does not make them a journalist. Just because they have an Instagram page, just because they have a lot of followers, comments, likes and shares does not make them a reputable source for actual news. Take that in. Let that sit and sizzle in your spirit. Yes, there are cancellations of many things, including the NBA. Personally, as I said at the beginning of this episode, my birthday trip was canceled. I know someone's wedding, excuse me, not canceled, postponed. There's a difference. Words just mean things. I know someone whose wedding is also postponed. That was supposed to happen this weekend, and she is devastated. There are many events both domestic and international, that have been canceled for the safety of everyone. This is not about hand-washing, people. You should have been doing that in the first place. I mean, that could be a whole separate episode, honestly. Honestly, honestly, the annoyance that I had and have around the hand sanitizer hoarding Sir, ma'am, I was okay with not having hand sanitizer because I actually washed my hands in the bathroom. And a lot of you who were judging people for hand sanitizer hoarding have a lot of nerve because you don't even wash your hands properly. I said what I said properly. It's not just a swish wash of the front. Y'all ain't getting the knuckles. You're not getting the back of your hands. You're not getting in between your fingers. And most importantly, the number one missed part of hands in hand washing are the nails and the nail bed. This is why I told you ladies before, stop sucking these niggas fingers. Stop letting them put their fingers in your vagina. Stop letting them put their fingers in your booty. Stop letting these boys touch you and these girls touch you. Okay, because most of these people are not washing their hands. And if they're washing their hand and even hand sanitizing their hand, they're not hand sanitizing and washing properly. I digress. I I told you I'm going to go back and forth here. I'm just going to go back and forth here. I'm just going to let I'm just going to I'm just going to let the razzle dazzle go. I'm just going to let it razzle dazzle whatever. Just just go. I'm just going to let the razzle be the dazzle and the dazzle be the razzle. Wash your hands properly. And instead of getting mad that there's no hand sanitizer, how about you create your own? Some aloe vera gel with a little bit of alcohol and boom, you're good. Wash your hand, your whole hand, your knuckle, the back of your hand and your nails and your nail beds and your fingertips. I digress. I just, 
again, this is supposed to be a solution-driven episode, but I just find myself, I find myself feeling all the feels about the nastiness of this world. This includes while you're home, hoarders. This includes while you're in your home, Adrian Bailong. I'm wiping my ass, Adrian Bailong. I'm washing my hands. Talking about the tissue touch my butt, nothing else. Girl, girl, I don't care how many plies you have. I don't, have, I don't care if it's two ply, three ply, 72 ply. Girl, wash them hands. I don't want your pussy on my doorknob. I don't want your pussy juice on my remote. I don't want your ash juice, okay, on my refrigerator door handle. I just don't want it. Right. And we're so concerned about passing germs through hand washing, but we're also kissing and touching and hugging and rubbing. And we ain't showering. Did you buy soap? Did you buy toothpaste? Did you buy floss? Did you buy shampoo? Did you buy your foot powder? Did you buy your deodorant? Did you buy your laundry detergent? While you're hoarding pizza and fast food, you heard my girl, Ani, at the beginning. What are you buying for your immune system? Everybody's looking for the surfacey cure as per usual. Wash your hands. What about your insides? Because guess what? It's not about only washing hands. When you sneezing and coughing, these things travel six feet. Your cough travels six feet. So from six feet away from you, how tall are you? I'm 5'4", right? That means a cough. The air and the germs from the cough travel more than the length of my entire body. So if you're standing within the length of my entire body next to me and I cough and I have a germ, most likely you're going to get the germ. We are in transit every single day. This is why they want us to stay home because of this fact. This is why you're told to be home. This is why you're told to work from home because of that six degrees, that six feet of coffee, Kevin Bacon. If I cough and sneeze within six feet of you, you most likely will be sick. So you're worried about hand sanitizing, touching everything, but you're not worried about your insides and your immune system. Why is that? Why is that? Why are you not worried about building the foundation of health instead of the external vanity metric of health? You want to be seen washing your hand. You want to be seen with a mask on. You want to be seen with gloves on when these gloves and masks can really be used for our healthcare workers, our first responders who are out here risking their lives for us as they do every day, but more so in situations like now when we have a pandemic. Child, sit, sit down. Have a seat. Shut it up. Sit it down. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I am tired of y'all. I'm tired of you people who just have no clue and willful ignorance. I'm tired. And hopefully you can get a solution and a reality check out of this episode too. (sighs) Let me take a deep breath and refocus on why we're here. Let's focus on solution-driven tips for mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial health while we're sharing the same spaces while we're home working and learning right? While we're home together, let's keep it 100. Let's keep it real. We are not together. We meaning our family, the people we live with, we are not together all day, every day, because if we are adults who have jobs, we go every morning to this place. Now, depending on your schedule, if you have a basic nine to five, like I do, you get up and you leave the house roughly between the seven and eight o'clock hour to reach your nine to five and you are there between the hours of nine to five and then you leave at five o'clock and then you have a commute and you get home roughly within that hour or so. So there is a period of time, several hours between 10 to 12 hours where you are on your own. You are an adult, you are out in the world, you have coworkers, you're working, pretending to work, whatever it is, you're out and about with responsibilities to show up so that you can get paid. So you're not home all day. So those of you who work, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you who do not work or work from home are freelancers and work from home. Even if you are home and you work or are home and you do not have a job and you are not employed, if you have children, those hours, most likely you are home alone. Why? Because much like the rest of us who do work, who go to work for 10 to 12 hours a day, including commutes, your children leave in the morning and go where? To school. And while your children are in school, like when you are 
at work. They are free. They are running their life. They are who they are in that setting. They are doing what they do while they're there and they are away from you. Now, because we are practicing social distancing and social learning, we will all be cohabitating in hours that we are normally not. There is a potential for catastrophe, folks. Hear me. There is a potential for catastrophe in your home over the next few weeks or so because we don't know how long this at-home vibe is going to be. There is a potential for breakdown in the family dynamic if you do not have healthy boundaries, processes, and procedures in place. We're bound to drive each other crazy. Cabin fever is going to set in. Again, your normal routine is disrupted. Your normal routine is disrupted. When you get to get away and have something just for yourself, whether you hate your job, like your job, or love your job, you get to be that person and not a mom or a dad or a wife or a husband or a bae or a daughter or a son when you leave for work or when you leave for school. You get to be this individual being at this place. But at home, you still have to do that work of the individual being, okay? That school work or that job work as the individual being, but you still also now have the added pressure of being that individual work or school being at home and also being that mom, that dad, that son, that daughter, that husband, or that wife. Does this make sense to anyone? And in my opinion, if you just go into this, like it's going to be what it's going to be. It's like a holiday vacation. It's like Christmas break. It's like Easter break. It's like it feels like that at first, because, yes, this those are the times holiday breaks are the times when most families are cohabitating more than usual, because those are the school breaks. or those are the breaks when people usually save up their vacation days and they take the time off the holiday season. So it could temporarily feel like that for a second. But let me bust your bubble and give you some reality. This is not a holiday break. Okay. Though we can make use of it like we do the holiday break. This is not a holiday break because I don't know about you during the holiday break. I don't have to work. Your children may or may not have to work depending on if they were sent home with a packet or not. This is not that distance learning is real. Okay. These children are sent home with daily assignments. They have to keep up their grades. This is not Christmas break. This is not spring break. While they are home, they should not not be working. Many of them, again, have packets depending on the school system where you are. Many of them will be online doing their classwork. Some were sent home with laptops in affluent neighborhoods. Some were sent home with several packets that they have to do and submit and send in. I encourage you to have systems, healthy boundaries, processes and procedures in place for you and your family during this work from home time. Children need structure. I'm going to say it again. Children need structure. They need structure to survive and thrive. And having them go to bed whenever they want to because they're home mimicking the holidays is not healthy for them. They still have to work. They have assignments to turn in. And I want you to understand that it is your job as their parent to be their teacher now. Yeah, yeah. Now you get to see and feel what these teachers feel every day when your children, your child, your son or your daughter go to school. That short attention span Ray Ray got. It's in your house and you knew it was there, but you don't have to deal with it for eight hours a day because he or she goes to school. Now it is on you. So, yes, you're going to have to work for your job. okay? that pays you while you're home. You're going to have to be mommy and daddy. And you're also going to have to put on the hat of teacher. This is the responsibility that you chose to take on when you chose to have this child. So do it to the best of your ability. This is not the time to say you are tired. That is not anyone's business but yours. This is not the time to fail your child when it comes to their education. This is the time for you to step up and be a leader in your house and create structure for your children. Now, let me give you a resource for that. If you follow mommy teachers, my girl, Eileen. Hey, Eileen. That's my girl. My girl, Eileen, is a teacher. She's an educator and she's also a mom. And she always posts amazing stuff about, of course, children, reading, education, teaching, fun activities you can do that are not screen time based, which is extremely important. Parents, hear me. There has to be some things that are done while these children are home that have nothing to do with data. This is a time to teach them how to use their imagination. This is the time to use board games and puzzles and writing assignments. This is the time to do fun stuff like photo shoots. This is the time to get outdoors. Spring is here. 
Spring is here. We are so grateful that this virus did not happen during the winter months because, ugh, ugh, no bueno. Spring is approaching if it's not already here, again, depending on what time you listen. This is a perfect time to make sure that you get outdoors. This is a perfect time to make sure that you guys are doing something in a healthy way together. This is a perfect time to put the phones down and the Netflix and chills down and the laptops down after work is complete to make sure everyone is moving and stretching. Again, my friend Aileen, Mommy Teaches, check her out on Instagram and Facebook. She already has posted amazing tips for parents. She posted this uh, coronavirus 19 day schedule for your children. It's beautiful. It has wake up, morning walk or stretch or exercise. She has academic time. She has creative time. And of course she has lunch time. She has chore time, quiet time, more academic time, afternoon, fresh air, dinner, free time, then bedtime. So she has a schedule already posted about having structure for your children Monday through Friday while they're home during this time, which also helps you as an adult, which also helps you as a parent, which also helps you as an adult who's working from home. Because if they have structured time, it allows you to structure your time. It's important to understand that they get lunch breaks just like you do. So to just be home willy nilly, no, it's important to make sure like this is what they would normally be doing this during the week. This is what I would normally be doing around 12 or one o'clock. So we're going to do that as a family. We're going to maintain as much normalcy as possible during this time. Of course, nothing and no one is perfect. And we might have to tweak some things and go with the flow. But for the most part, we have structure here. The importance of lunchtime, the importance of free time, the importance of outdoor time, the importance of creative time, the importance of academic time, the importance of quiet time. All of this stuff matters to maintain your child and your sanity. Again, hit up my girl Aileen at Mommy Teaches. She has a Facebook group. She has an Instagram page. Her stories are always popping with educational, fun, resourceful things for your kids. Again, she is an actual teacher. She is a wonderful teacher. I feel like if I had teachers like Aileen when I was around, you know, my younger self would have just been on another level. She meditates with the children. She just does so many great things that I'm inspired to watch and see. And I'm, I'm excited to give you her information so that hopefully you can take some of the resources she has and apply them to your household, your kids, not just for this quarantine space moment we're in, but just in general across the board. Um, Mommy Teaches is the page. And of course, I will make sure I have all of Aileen's. I say her name differently every time. Aileen, Aileen. I will make sure all of her information, her beautiful soul information from Mommy Teaches is in the show notes. This is a perfect time for connection and reconnection. Connection with yourself, reconnection with yourself, and connection with others or reconnection with others. We can really take this time to see how we tick and how the people in our households tick and the people who are not in our households. It's not just about the people we live with. It's also about our loved ones that we don't live with. We now have the time to allocate to a video call with a parent, to a video call with a friend, group video calls with the homegirls to check in weekly or every other day or, or, or whatever schedule works for you. You see, your commuting time that you would normally have is now given back to you. So whether you use that for more sleep, whether you use that to get some work done, whether you use that to get that workout in that you feel like you couldn't do it because you always say like me, well, if I didn't have to get up in the morning and go to work and be there by nine, then maybe I could go to the gym. This is the time to try it. No one said go to the gym gym because I don't know if they clean in them places, but this is the time to try some amazing YouTube at home workouts. This is a time to try, you know, your, your yoga studio offers online classes. This is the time to try it. This is the time to, you know, access all of the wonderful tools on the World Wide web that you haven't tapped into because you feel you don't have the time. I know a lot of studios who are converting their workout classes online so that people do not drop the ball and feel like they are missing out on their workouts. For some people, working out is everything. That is their meditation. That is their prayer. That is how they maintain their sanity. And while people are staying home and not going to places where crowds are, businesses are smartly converting their classes, their sessions to virtuality world to the virtual world. As a life coach, I've always done that. I've always had sessions online and it's nice to see that businesses are finally understanding the value 
in online offerings for service providers. So I encourage you to access that. This is a reconnection moment or a connection moment altogether for you, for your body, for your health. At the moment, I have a plastic cap on my head because I'm deep conditioning my hair, which I kept saying I was going to do, but I've been home for two days, so I'm able to do it. I have a face mask on as we speak. This is the time. This is the time to understand what good and great things can come from you being home. That's what I mean about connect and reconnect. Instead of feeling frustrated that you're home and these kids are getting on your nerves or you have cabin fever or this man getting on your nerves or your girls getting on your nerves or, you know, you're just not able to do your work to the best of your ability as you did when you were in the office because you don't have everything that you had when you were in the office. Yes, we're going to get frustrated, but these are times to reconnect and say, wait a minute, the office is my home. This is where I have everything that I need as a person and a being. So let me unplug for a second and actually take 20 minutes to meditate like I don't have the space to do in the office. I don't have to hide in a stall and go get a break from anyone in the bathroom. I can do it on my couch. I can lay in my bed for a second. I can take a nap. I can have an afternoon masturbation and sex session. I'm allowed to customize this at home time to my self-love, self-worth, self-care benefit. These are the great things that can come out of this. And I'm not hearing anybody talk about the amazing things that can possibly come out of this. Yes, this is different. It's new. It's stressful. Okay. Let's acknowledge that. Let's feel what we feel about it. But let's not allow those feelings to take up residency in our space. Kids need structure. So do we. Kids need rest and fun. So do we. How are we going to get rest? And how are we going to have fun while we're home? How are we going to do that? We have to remember the importance of movement. As I said, not just for the children, for us as well. When we go to work, I don't know about you, but my company has two floors. So I'm up and downstairs often, right? And I have a stand-up desk. So if I want to sit down or stand up, I could. If I go to lunch, I go downstairs. If I want to go to the store, I go outside. You forget the importance of movement when you're working from home because you're going to be on your laptop. You're going to be hunched over. You're going to be on the couch. Those snacks are going to be around you. And you're going to realize that you haven't even gotten up to use the bathroom, in several hours. But if you're at work, it's different. If you're at work, you're going to your homegirl's cubicle, your homeboy's cubicle, you guys are going to chat, you guys are going to take a walk and get your coffee. You're not going to do that now. So I want you to remember the importance of movement. Movement is important because we have to maintain some type of health while we're home. Everyone who's hoarding snacks and dipsy doodles and Doritos, that's cool. But let me tell you, I plead the blood of Jesus against at-home work from home weight gain. What's not going to happen, okay? What is not going to happen for me? You might not be worried about your physique and that's fine, right? But what's not going to happen for me is when things go back to quote-unquote normal, whatever that means, because we know normal is relative and selective and who knows what the new normal will be. But when we get to the new normal and we get back to doing what we do again I plead the blood of Jesus against me having a 10 pound weight gain because I was on this couch with this laptop working for my company with nothing but snacks around me I encourage you to move move to go to the bathroom move to get that face mask move to take a walk take your lunch break outside again spring is here or near enjoy that fresh air take your laptop out to the park if you'd like Uh, do what you can from another location go wash that hair move those arms do something Move, move. I plead the blood of Jesus against that Corona quarantine weight gain. The truth about Rona is that Rona could have you twisted when the new normal is activated. And that's not going to be me, she, her. No, it will not. I, I said no. I said no to Corona weight gain. If you like to write, schedule some time for you to write while you're home. If you like to meditate, if you like to pray, again, if you like to nap, your spirituality matters. We always talk about the external things and even the internal things with our immune system. We talk about, you know, all the turmeric, ginger, garlic, cinnamon, cayenne, uh, oil of oregano and elderberry and all the amazing things that we need for our immune system. But what about your spiritual immune system? What are you doing to make sure that you are spiritually sound, that you're, that you're emotionally in tune with who you are and what you're feeling? whether what you're feeling is panic or anxiety or calm, whatever it is, this is the time to throw in that extra five or 10 minutes or get up earlier or stay up a little later or throw it in the workday. This is the time to implement those group meditation sessions. This is the time to implement those group uh, prayer sessions and calls. This is the time to do so. If you are a member of my Patreon subscription service, I will be hitting you guys up soon for those of us who are working from home and even those of us who are not working from home and still at work. 
work, I'm going to be incorporating some of that for us during the week because I think it's important that we remain in tune and aligned together with no pressure to join. I'm going to give that to you guys that subscribe, no pressure to log in, but I'm going to add some additional 20, maybe 10 minute weekly video something for us or phone calls for us. And I encourage you to do that on whatever scale that you have. You know, you don't have to have a subscription service. If you want to do it on IGTV for free or what is it? IG live for free, which I think I'm going to do some of that too. If you want to just get a group video chat going with your peoples or offer it to people who you don't know, whatever you can do in your community, in your world, in your bubble to stay in a sane space. I encourage you to do so while you are home. I encourage you to limit your spending as well. Listen, I like to shop and I like to shop a lot, like a lot. It is a problem for me. Well, that, mm, is it? it's gotten better. I would say it's a light problem for me. There was a point where Amazon was literally delivering several boxes to my house every single day and it got out of hand. When I don't feel well, when I feel down and out, I do enjoy spending money. You know, that is a vice for me. I like new things. I like things in general. And I love the feeling that opening something new gives me. And the reason that I have to do it again and again is because that feeling wears off, just like with any addiction, right? That feeling wears, wears off and you need it again. You want to feel that high again. So I encourage you if you like to shop like I do to chill out, to chill out because you're going to be home, because you're going to be online, because you might be stressed out, you might be sad, you might be bored. I shop a lot when I'm bored. You might be bored. You might find the cure in your opinion through online shopping. Again, when the new normal hits, you are not only going to want to be healthy, you are going to want to have some money. You're going to want your credit score not to have dropped. You're going to want to maintain and pay your bills. We don't know how long this thing is going to last. We don't know how long companies are going to allow people to work from home. We don't know how long companies can afford to pay people that are not actually doing work but are sent home. We don't know if the world is going to end. We don't know anything. So though we are not living in a state of panic and fear, or it's not recommended that we do so, we have to live in a state of reality. And having a million things ordered to your home while you're home might feel good in the moment, but in the long term, in the long term with the big picture at hand, is it really necessary to have whatever you're ordering? So before you press submit on that card, I just want you to think. I want you to stop. I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to think. Jeff Bezos is already rich. He is filthy, stinking rich. You and I are not yet. Keyword yet. You and I are not yet. So our coins need to be respected, honored and cherished and held for us to use when we need or want something. We don't know how long this is going to last and it's important for you to act as if, act as if you have some knowledge about your money, some respect for your money, so that your money can respect you. You heard what I said earlier. Money likes me. Money loves me. Money sits next to me. Money lays next to me. Money showers with me. Money walks with me. Money talks with me. Okay, money is my friend, money is my lover, money is my friend, money is my lover, money is my friend, money is my lover. Affirm, replenishing money is my friend and my lover. Credit, raising scores on my friends and my lovers and I want to keep and maintain and respect that and them. Boyfriends, girlfriends, husband, wives, bays, situationships, etc., etc. Listen, if you are going to be cohabitating with someone during this at-home period, set some healthy boundaries. As I said, children need structure and so do we. If I am not around you normally between the hours of 8 and 6 or 7 p.m. or 10 and 5 or whatever your schedule is, I might not want to be around you for those hours while we're home. Like, let's not let's not make this a whole we home so we got to be up under each other. I don't know about you, but I actually have to do work while I'm home. Again, this is not Christmas break. This is not spring break. This is you still have to do your job and I expect you to produce while you're home. So though you can customize some things, I want people in relationships to release, release your partner from being your entertainment while you're home. That is not fair 
to someone who has responsibilities while they're home to make sure that you are thoroughly entertained, entertained physically, sexually, mentally, and emotionally. Like, no. Yes, have some fun. Yes, incorporate some time. Yes, take advantage of you guys having moments that you weren't able to have on a regular basis because you were working. Steal those kisses and those butt grabs. Absolutely. Have your morning or afternoon sesh. Sure. Absolutely. But what we're not going to do is disrespect that our spouse and boyfriends and girlfriends and bays in situationships are still individual beings. And during the day when they are not with you, they still have other responsibilities. And we have to respect that. That goes for family members as well. Just because you know your family member is home, it doesn't have to be a sexual relationship. I'm talking to you moms and dads and cousins and everybody who's like, oh, you home. So we just got free time and we just going to call you every five seconds. No, no, no. I said no. While connecting and reconnecting during this period is important, again, we have to have healthy boundaries in place for all, for ourselves and for others. We still have tasks to do. We cannot allow others to rule our worlds just because our scenario has changed and our environment has changed. We still have to produce. We still have to produce. I'm going to say it again. We still have to produce. And while you are producing, you need to limit the amount of distractions that come your way while you're being home as much as possible. So while kids have schedules and free time and creative time and afternoon fresh air and quiet time and all of that stuff, adults need that too. So I encourage you not to allow yourself to be dumped on and be the dumper on other people just because you're bored and things are different. I encourage you to respect people's boundaries and spaces while they are home so that they can still produce and be the being that they are accustomed to being while they are in your presence, right? They still have to be themselves. They still have to find themselves. Some people find themselves through their work. Some people feel whole when they're at work. Some people feel like they're an individual being while they're at work because they're not your wife, your son, your daughter, your husband, your your, your sibling. They find their identity sometimes through work. And a lot of people are going to have anxiety while they're home and we need to respect that. We need to respect that this is a lot for them. For people who like going outdoors all the time and like going outside and going to shared workspaces like we work and like going to the gym and like going to places where it's highly popularized with a lot of people. This is a lot for people who like that. This is a lot for extroverts who want to be out. This quarantine, this work from home, this new world order, this new normal for them is a lot to be in the face of their children and family and friends and whoever's in their home every single day, it's a lot. It's a lot. And let's remember the people who don't have a home, you know, who go to work because that is where they feel that they have a family, where they feel that they have someone to talk to, where they eat at. Most people only eat when they go to school, only have breakfast. Some children do not have full meals unless they go to school. Some people do not have lunch unless they go to work where their job provides them food. We have to be mindful that what we are feeling in the moment is not necessarily what the people in our house are feeling in the moment. And energy is contagious and palpable. We can feel it. We can taste it. We can touch it. You can cut it with a knife. You've heard someone say, oh, you can cut the tension with a knife. That's just energy filling the air. While you're home, you have to be mindful that what you need and want to do at home is not necessarily what others need and want to do at home. So boundaries, I said no, boundaries, healthy boundaries for all of us, children, pets, and adults alike, because your dog don't care. Your dog don't care that you got to work from home. He still want to be a dog. She still want to be a dog. Your cat don't care. Your goldfish don't care. Your chihuahua, your pet pig, your parrot, whatever. They still have routines as well. And if anything you get from any of the things that I said today, it is to respect the boundaries of everyone who is now indoors with you. Creatives, 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 creatives who create, who write blogs, who record podcasts, who make songs, who make beats, who make videos and tutorials, who write books. This is the time. This is the time for you 
to create or repurpose and repackage. There are a lot of us such as myself who have an abundance of content that has already been shared that can be reshared and repackaged. Go through your pages, your Instagram, your Twitters, your timelines, your Facebook, and go back to the the original content you had before you had the following you have now. Go back to the first blog you had and rewrite it and update it. Go back to the song you had and remaster it. Go back to the blog, go back to the book, go back to the ebook, get on Canva, learn it, post it. There are so many people who are going to be home now. You will have more eyes and ears on you than normal. Your normal Monday posts might be different next Monday because the amount of people home that are online versus in commute and transit to get to work at 9 or 10 a.m. might just be already online. People will be bored. People will be looking for content and substance. I'm not saying throw out trash. No, I'm not saying put up anything just because you have it. I'm saying this is the time to build and create and recreate and replan and redevise and break down and submit that song submit that blog to the bigger platform that you've been dying to work for or work with or have your song or video played. This is the time to do so. There are many good things that can come out of this at home time. As I said before, this is the time to grow and build your audience. Start that mailing list. This is the time to do your first Instagram live. This is the time now. This is the time to set up that Patreon. This is the time to see if people are interested. This is the time to get feedback on that blog, on that book, on that excerpt. This is the time to do so when people will be craving, craving newness. People will be craving updates. People will be craving laughter and joy. If you're a comedian, this is the time to try that new stand-up. You know, you want to put out that skit. This is the time to do so. While there's always a time to do so, we have to understand as creatives that there are peak times to capitalize off of things. And I don't mean capitalism as taking a $7 bottle of hand sanitizer and selling it for $89.99. I don't mean that capitalism. I mean capitalize with the eyes and ears you will have on you. Let's be clear. Vanity metrics are a thing. I hate it, but it's a thing. People want to see how many people are looking at you, double tapping you, commenting for you. These brands, these people that you want to do business with, that you want to be an influencer for, an ambassador for, this is the time to submit that content. This is the time to put up that funny thing or that important thing or that meme. This is the time to reach out to clients. This is the time to say, hey, if you have events when you know the new normal hits, I'd like to be on your panel. This is the time to send your pitch deck. If you're like me, I have a pitch deck. I have to update it. I'm going to try my very best best to make sure I carve out, okay, life architect building time during this home time. I'm not going to give all of this time to my company that I work for for a nine to five. I'm going to do my job that they pay me to do, sure. But I'm also going to build a structure and have a process and procedure in place to make sure that some of the time that I have while I'm home and not commuting and not in the face of other people that I spend not only on me personally, Stephanie as a being, but on Stephanie's business. I want to write my second ebook. I need to update my pitch deck. I have a blog post that I have been holding off on sending to Exo Nicole that I'm going to send to see if it can get published on her website. There are things that I want to do. There are panels I want to be on when the new normal happens. People will want to get out again. Okay, for all of you event planners and you people who, you know, put events together and have venues when the new normal drops and people come back out in droves and hopefully it will be during spring and winter when the weather is amazing. This is a time for you to be reaching out to people like me to see about events you can put in place that are relevant to the new normal and the subject matters that have taken place while we were home and the freedom we'll feel about coming back out and going back into the world and populated places and how we move differently and how handshaking and pounding is no longer a thing and how we only elbow or wave or bow like other people do in other countries, how we no longer have to handshake, how the handshake is eradicated and how the sneeze and the cough and how companies you know, have finally realized that Everything they told us is untrue, meaning the job they told you couldn't be done remotely can. How disabled workers shouldn't be hired, but they can because so many of them could have done a lot of things from home that we're now doing from home. That the Internet is a utility and not just a luxury. 
that universal health care is necessary. Like all of these things and topics that we can talk about when we go back into populated places. This is a time for you and I to be linking up. This is a time for you to be in my email and I be in yours and be like, yo, how do we do that when the new normal happens? And and how do we do it now with what's going on? How do we have these virtual events? How do we have these virtual events? What are we doing? How do we charge $10 per seat for us to have this two-hour joint on a Saturday where we all on a group video call and we got the panel popping? Like, how do we do that? If you want to know how we do that, let's do it. I'm here for it. This is the time for us not only to come together as a community, not only to connect and reconnect with ourselves and others. This is also a time for people who are in business who do what they do. There are so many freelancers losing money. If you're a freelancer and you're a photographer and you're a speaker, you're an influencer, half of your stuff has been canceled. Half of your stuff has been canceled. You're not flying anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Tickets have been refunded. Everything is on pause as far as going to places that are populated with other people. We are going to see right now how many of the things we were doing that were unnecessary. We are going to see right now who understands how to be fluid and go with the flow of the new world order. We're going to see who wants to adapt to a new virtual world and who has transferable skills that can still capture you and entertain you if they're not physically standing in front of you, if people can't reach out and touch you, if people can't physically see you. We're going to see at this moment who has a transferable skill. And I'm grateful that I have that. I'm grateful that I have this platform and I already had it. We're going to see an influx of podcasts more than before, more than ever before. Why? Because people are home and they're going to try it. And I don't knock you. But what I will say is don't bring trash to these airwaves. We're going to see more tutorials. Don't bring trash to my eyes simply because you're home and you have a camera and a microphone. I say no to trash. What I do say yes to is amazing content and partnership. And, and even if it's not partnership, just amazing content from individuals who have something important to say and not only have something important to say, but say it well, say it with fervor, say it with passion, say it with energy that captivates me. This is the time for my creatives to create and create well and execute the creation well. And if you don't know how to execute, this is the time for partnership. I know how to create, you know how to execute. How do we do it together? This is the time creatives to create. Eight. I want to thank everyone who has been rocking with me all this time, all of these years, these months, these weeks, these moments that you've been here. I want to thank everyone who's asking, where am I? Where's my presence on Instagram? They need me. They want me. I hear you, but I'm a being. I am a being who deserves to take her time and do what works for her. And I have had nothing to say. And even if I had something to say, I didn't want to say it. And when I want to say it, I will say it. And I will record when I'm ready. I will post when I'm ready. I will do an IG story when I'm ready. I will do an IGTV when I'm ready. I do what I want when I want to do it. And I say no to anyone who believes just, just because they follow me, just because they listen, just because they've purchased a ticket, a book, a shirt, a merch item that they own me and that I owe them anything. Mm-mm. I say no to that. I want to let you know that though you participate and I'm extremely grateful for your, your participation. And if you follow me, you know, I'm grateful. You know, I speak back to as many of you as I can. You know, I will spend the whole day in DMs going back with you, giving you free virtual coaching, whether you have been a client of mine or not. You know that I care about you. You know that I love you. You know that I'm concerned about your well-being, but you also know that that has nothing to do with what I do and how I do it when it comes to my sanity and my needs and my love for myself. No one's going to take care of Stephanie like Stephanie. And it's important for you to understand that I owe you nothing I owe you nothing. And even if you don't understand that I owe you nothing, you have no choice to respect that I owe you nothing. What I give you is because I want to give it. It is genuine. It is not disingenuous. I don't care about your comments, your likes, your shares, or the amount of plays or download I get. I care about reaching people, being a guide 
for people. That's what I care about. And if all of the other stuff fails, if only one person listens, one person watches, one person feels that they can say no now because of me, one person understands the difference between walls and boundaries because of me, one person is going to have a better experience while they're home after listening to this episode because of me, one person speaks their needs because of me, then I'm good. That I'm so good. Like I am so good. Why? Because I have learned over the last four years to practice the law of detachment, detachment, codependency. I have released and I pray that you release it too. And to help you do so, I just want to close out the episode by reading a quick excerpt from Deepak Chopra's the seven laws book today. I will factor in the uncertainty as an essential ingredient of my experience in my willingness to accept uncertainty. Solutions will spontaneously emerge out of the problem, out of the confusion, disorder, and chaos. The more uncertain things seem to be, the more secure I will feel because uncertainty is my path to freedom. Through the wisdom of uncertainty, I will find security. Take that in. Let it sizzle in your spirit. Let it create a little razzle-dazzle for you. I want you to allow yourself and others the freedom to be who they are. I want you to allow yourself not to force situations and solutions to problems that are not there. I want you to know, like Deepak said, that uncertainty is essential to your path of freedom. It is uncertain when we will meet again. It is, it is uncertain when I will record again. It is uncertain when you will press play again. It is uncertain when this virus will be contained, maintained, or cured, if at all. It is uncertain if you or I will wake up to see another day tomorrow or the next day. But what is certain, what is certain is that we are here right now and today. And if we stop looking to have the answers to the unknown, if we stop looking to have attachment to certainty. I believe we'd be in a better place. Thank you, Alicia and Annie, for calling in to the I Said No hotline. If you'd like to call in and leave a comment on anything, any topic, any thought, any feeling, feel free to do so. I will always play them on the show and let you know that your voice matters. 413-438-0323 is the Hotline number for this show, the I Said No podcast, 413-438-032 is the number that you can dial and leave a message or text in a message that you would like to be shared on the I Said No podcast. Should I record a new one? I have no problem sharing your thoughts and feelings. Should I not? I want you to know that that does not mean you don't matter. It doesn't mean that your words shouldn't be heard. It just means it wasn't the time for them to be played. And if you practice the law of detachment, like I encourage you to, thanks to Deepak, I think, I think, no, 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 I know, I know that you and I will get through this. We will survive the way we are meant to, if we are meant to. I love you for listening. I wish you health and wellness. I want you to know that whatever is supposed to be for you and me is what is going to be. I love you for listening. New normal. I'm ready. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast. To all of my healthcare workers, to all of my doctors, nurses, CNAs, LPNs, RNs, orderlies, people behind the desks, receptionists, secretaries, security guards, people who provide food services, craft services, rehabilitation, Anyone who is a first responder, firemen, EMTs, I want to send a special I said no thank you to you for everything you do, not only every day, but specifically in our pandemic times of need. I see you. I appreciate you. I respect you. I thank you. In addition, I also want to say thank you to all grocery store workers, managers, baggers, cashiers, moppers, cleaners. Any and every person who is working in customer service, especially in the food industry or the supermarket and supply toiletry industry. Thank you so much for being who you are. Thank you so much for enduring the amount of panic and often disrespect that comes with the territory of fear. I appreciate you. I respect you. I honor you. I see you. And you are a part of my beautiful soul unicorn family.